Hi, I'm Susan Moore, Community Engagement Manager with IIBA. And I'm Scott Bennett, Manager of Business Analysis with the International Institute of Business Analysis. And this is Business Analysis Live. Today we're talking about, do I need business analysis certification to get a job? We get this question a lot. I feel like I say that a lot because, you know, what we talk about here is a lot of what we hear <laughs> from our community, but it is a hot topic because this right now, a lot of people are looking for new jobs and they are thinking about uh, what do I need? What will make me stand out as a candidate? And for many in the business analysis profession, that certification is one way to make yourself stand out. That's right. And I'm a hiring manager. I manage business analysis teams. I'm on my third team in my career now. Um, and when I look at the resumes that come across my desk, to me, certification is something that I actually look for. Um, and the reason is, well, first of all, I work at IIBA and we do certifications. <laughs> but um, as a manager, regardless of that, um, I know certain certifications tell me a candidate has the right knowledge and background that we can speak the same language. So let me tell you a little bit of my certification story. I got certified as a CBAP, a Certified Business Analysis Professional from IIBA um, back in 2010. At that point, I had over a decade of experience in the business analysis field, but I was looking for some external validation that I knew my stuff. I'd been working at the same company since I was in university, and it was nothing that I had in my background that could demonstrate um, hey, Scott knows his stuff. Um, so I went through my certification, um, but what I learned from it was uh, there were areas that I learned from the business analysis body of knowledge that I hadn't been exposed to in the 10 years before that. So I was actually learning something and it, it really validated for me the practical skills that I brought to the job at that point in time from my studying. So I know firsthand there's value in the certification. Um, and there are different types of certification. We could probably talk about those today, uh, regardless of whether you have experience or not. Um, but let's talk a little bit more about the, the certification. Do you need certification to be a business analyst? Well, this might be controversial because, you know, we do work at IIBA, but I, I think the answer is no. I, I don't think that you need it to get the job. And I think you give a great example of the other reasons that you get a certification. I mean, when you decide that um, when that you're going to get a certification, you are committing to there's an expense to it. There's a time component to it. And really, once you start to study, you realize that you're uh, that you're going to be opening up a whole new world of education for yourself. So um, so I do think that um, that. It, it, it can be a good experience, but I, but I wouldn't necessarily do it because you think it's going to just get you the job. And I'll give you, I'll give you my story about how I, um, how I got my certification. It, uh, I was working as an analyst in a PMO and our PMO directors, a project management office director said, if you work in this on this team, you need to have a certification. And of course he was talking about the PMP, so a project management certification. And so I went, you know, I went through all of the boot camps and uh, it really got me thinking about what do I want to do? Do I really want to be a project manager or do I really want to be a business analyst? Yeah. And so I 
I continued on with, um, with preparation for the PMP, and, and it was around that time that PMI came out with their business analysis certification, and I thought, Phew. <laughs> I'm I'm going to do that one. I had probably at that point almost 15 years of experience as a business analyst, and I had never really thought about uh, do I is this my profession? You would think, having done something for 15 years, I would have thought about this sooner. But really, it was it was going through that certification uh, effort that made me think about is this really what I want to do? So when I was able to take the the business analysis certification through PMI, it it did expose me to information that I didn't have. But, you know, I realized that I had been doing business analysis in a way that my company did business analysis. And there was a lot more out there that I could be doing and thinking about. So it helped me to solidify that, yep, this is what I want to do. I had the confidence now that I could do it. And I knew that I had more things that I could be learning. And that information has been really helpful on the rest of my journey. Uh, the certification is nice. I do think it, uh, to your point, I think it does set apart candidates, but it certainly was not the reason for me that I was going to, you know, go get a certification. Right. So we both shared our stories having a fair bit of experience in uh, our career. Um, I just want to mention we are live right now. So the, the mistakes we're making you hearing live. <laughs> But we also uh, put these out on podcasts. Uh, so if you're live right now, you can certainly ask a question. We'll get to those questions. I see two that have come in so far. Um, and if you're listening to this in a podcast, you can also reach us at live at IIBA.org. Send us your email, uh, send us your questions, and we'll put those into our backlog for future sessions. Yeah. So I see the All first right. one here um, asking me, when you say 10 years of experience, was it in one field or in different domains? Um, so up until my certification, I'd spent 13 years working at CIBC, a large uh, financial institution. Uh, part of that was as a software developer and then business analysis. But two years before my certification, I moved over to Capital One, um, and that was in credit cards. So my experience was large corporations, financial institutions um, on that space. Um, in terms of certification, though, you and I have approached this from, hey, we've got lots of experience. We want to get certified. But there are certifications for people that have never done business analysis before, right? There are. So if you are interested in the skill set, if you if you want to understand, I like you use the term the language of business analysis, which I think is a is a really critical uh, thing to think about. We've got what we call the ECBA. It's the entry level certificate in business analysis. And that does not that doesn't have a work experience component to it. It is a you know, you prepare for it and then you take it. I think it's maybe 60 questions, multiple choice. It can be a good way if you think you want to get into the profession to first understand the language of business analysis, understand the the um, knowledge areas, tools and techniques of it, and to be able to demonstrate um, through that certificate that you, you know what you're talking about, um, which can be great. And then we've got some specializations uh, that also don't have work components to them. So there is the Agile Analysis Certification, the AAC. Um, it's looking broadly at, you know, do you know about Agile Analysis? We've got a more specific Agile one, which is the Product Ownership Analysis Certification. So because we hear that a lot of business analysis professionals are moving into product ownership, this is specific to that, uh, to that role and the things you might do there. And then 
We've got the cybersecurity one, which is a, a fantastic one if you are, you know, if you've got, again, doesn't require work experience, but if you want to get into that. And then I'm going to let you, Scott, speak to CBDA because you actually have that certification. Yes, the CBDA is a certification in business data analytics. Um, so all of the specializations that Susan's talking about um, all build upon your understanding of business analysis as a whole, and then you get into specific verticals. So cybersecurity, for example, I worked with a cybersecurity team in my last role, had a BA that specialized in that. And there is a, a certain language and a certain level of understanding you need to work in that area. Um, understanding what's critical, the types of technology, the types of attacks, the type of um, defenses that you need to put up. Um, so that's where one of these specializations can help if you're getting into a specific area. Yeah. I think the other thing that these specialization certifications that we offer can provide is, you know, at the end of the day, you're still doing business analysis, but you are doing it within the context of an agile organization, a cybersecurity team or a data analytics project. And so where, where a lot of times we think about those as technique heavy or tool heavy, what our certifications can do is to show you the things that you should be thinking about as an analyst in those spaces, which is not necessarily using the coolest tool. It is about, you know, you talk about with the data analytics certification that you learn techniques like uh, what did you call it? The the one minute story, storytelling as a as a technique to use. I think things like that are powerful, uh, and so that's some of what what uh, you can learn with those. So let's keep taking questions because I feel like we we're really getting some good ones here. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so this next question, I'm a bit confused how to begin my CBAP preparation and certification. I have more than ten years of experience in FNA. I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? FNA, um, and now I'm in Canada working as uh, as a in the procurement domain. Um, so where do you get started? You know what? Uh, for the person that asked this question, I am also doing my CBAP preparation. <laughs> so maybe I, I can tell you a little bit about the way that I've approached it so far. Well, I, I think one of the first things that you should do is to make sure that those 10 years of experience, because there is a, a work experience component and it's got to be in specific areas. So there are six knowledge areas and you need at least 900 hours in four of them. And so the first thing that I might suggest, because there, there's a, a you know, there's a commitment to CBAP is to make sure that you've got 10 years that, um, that represents the experience that you need. And so there are there are spreadsheets out there where you can do the math. I found that that effort took a little bit longer than I thought, but I had kept some notes, so it was helpful. So do that first. Make sure you know that you're that you can meet that. Then what I would say is there's also an educational component to it. So Find good preparation. If you're an IIBA member, you're part of a chapter. Our chapters all over the world have study groups, and you can earn the CDUs that you need for those. We also have endorsed education providers who can provide those. So make sure that you do that. Then um, make sure that you, you know, once you've done that, go to the website, get your application in and approved. Um, Notify people if you've if you're using them for referrals or you're putting their name on your uh, application. Notify them. Let them know that you're that you um, that you're that you've used their name. And then really, it's about studying. 
Uh, and there's as many different approaches to studying as uh, I guess there are people. <laughs> yeah, and I, I found when I was doing my certification, there are some practice questions that you can go through. Um, those practice questions I found valuable to figure out where the gaps I had in my studying, the areas I really need to focus more on and the areas I was doing okay and I could set aside. Uh, I'm I'm using um, a, an exam question generator uh, in what, you know, I take it and then I, I sort of make my notes and then I go back to the book, uh, to the Babot guide in order to make sure that I study up on those. I mean, really, even if you've been doing business analysis for quite a while, you may have done that within the context of a project or an organization. So that might have defined how you how you have done your work. So you are learning the the body of knowledge from from IIBA when you're studying for this. So whatever your you know whatever your strengths are, if it's if it's reading and then quizzing, or if it's quizzing first and then filling in the gaps, prepare your study approach and then like really commit to it. Have a schedule for it so that you'll do it because life happens. Um, yeah, that's that's really important. It's easy mm -hmm. to sort of push it off and push it off. Um, <laughs> I when I had my CBDA that I was going for. I just chose a date because I knew if I had that date, that deadline I made myself a commitment to, then I'd get to it. Um, otherwise, you can let it slip another month, another month, another month. Um, so that that targets, uh, I, I find really important. And Susan, I see a perfect question here for you. Um, <laughs> it's confusing to choose between PMIBA and IIBA CCBA certificate. Uh, which, why should I choose IIBA? Honestly, I probably, if I had not been in a project management office working for someone who wanted me to get a project management certification, would not have gone through PMI. Um, it's not that it's bad, but I, uh, what PMI's business analysis certificate, I believe, is more for business analysis professionals that are working in projects. Um, it is still a good certification. I, it still sets me apart. So, you know, when I apply for jobs that I have a certification is still important, but I feel like it focuses more on a business analyst role within a project. And so I sometimes kid that I'm a little more of a project manager BA because I have worked in, in uh, project management offices. But I honestly think if you are interested in learning the full skills of, of business analysis and solely business analysis, not business analysis mixed in with a lot of other uh, areas, I think any of the core certifications that we offer from IIBA are really great because you are going to learn the language of business analysis. So whether it's the entry level, ECBA or CCBA, which has a work component, I think it's a roughly two years, or the CBAP, which has a work component, and it's roughly five years. Um, you know, I think that's, for me, was the difference. I am now sitting for my CBAP. Um, and so I'm, you know, it's, it's, um, I'm happy to I'm happy to do it, but I'm like 24 years in, right? <laughs> it sounds point. like the, the PMI um, certification is more, you're straddling that line between doing project management work and doing business analysis work. So it's how to manage those two things together. Is that it, it is, it is. Uh, and, and it is, it is wrapped in what they call the PEM box. So the project management body of knowledge. Okay. Um, it, it's, you know, I think it's, it's just where you want to, where you want to spend your time again. I'm not upset that I got it, but, uh, but I realize now that it is more focused on project. Uh, business analysis. So, 
Yeah. And in my career, I've tried project management too. I found out I'm good at it. I just don't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. And that's how I feel about things like, uh, you know, especially when you get into things like budgeting and all that kind of stuff. I, I don't mind. I think every business analysis professional, you do need to have some project management skills. And, and when you look at the body of knowledge, we've got things like business analysis planning and monitoring. That really is almost a set of project management kind of skills because you have to know how to plan out your work, how to document that, how to have governance around that. So there is that that piece to it, but it was just all of the other stuff that I just, I'm not interested in doing. So there you go. Um, so let's take this other question. And as a reminder, if you've got questions about, do you need the certification, just put them in, put them in chat. So what is the impact of a CBAP certification for uh, applicant for uh, immigration in Canada. Now that's an interesting question. I don't. Uh, know and I'm not it. sure if you can pick up accents. Um, I am in Canada, in the, the Greater Toronto Area. Susan's in the U.S. Um, so, uh, what would be useful if you're coming to Canada for um, certification? Um, yes, certainly CBAP certification does tell you that. Um, I'm not an expert in immigration or people moving into Canada. Um, I have had people working on my team that have immigrated. Um, in general, that certification to me tells me you, you've accomplished a certain level in your profession. Um, the organizations I'm familiar with in Canada are different than what might be in India or South Africa or um, another nation. So the brand recognition of the organizations you're working through um, don't hold as much weight when you're going to a country that your organization, for example, doesn't um, have any presence in. So I would say, you know, the, the certification certainly is going to help you um, because it's that international standard. Yeah, I, and that's a that is a great point. Uh, I I do think that that can. Uh, the the CBAP or any of the IIBA certifications can transcend where, wherever you've come from, whether it's a different country or a different industry or whatever. I think what it says, you know, we had uh, Dr. Gary Edwards on here and we talked with him about certifications and he said, having that certification helps you to, def to define your community. And so when you have a certification and it's part of your social media or your resume or whatever, when they see that, they know, oh, this person is a is a business analysis professional and someone who takes that that work seriously. So I do think it can set you apart. Okay, well, here come all the questions now. Good job, everybody. Oh Let's pick up on this next one. Someone says, I've got a CBAP for in 2015. What eligibility criteria apply to the agile and product owner analysis certifications? So um, we've got a link. Um, I think Connor put it in the um, chat. Um, that you can get to our certifications. There are only two that require applications. So the ECBA, the Entry Certificate to Business Analysis, you don't need to apply for, it's just going in and doing it. The next one is the CCBA and the CBAP. They both require an application process where you have to have experience. So those are the core certifications, understanding business analysis. The four specializations, the uh, Product Owner Analysis, for example, uh, the Cybersecurity, the Agile, they don't require any experience, um, so you can jump right into them. But I wouldn't recommend going from having no business analysis experience into one of those specializations. Because when I went through the CBDA, the data analytics, it did rely on understanding business analysis as I went through and answered questions in the exam. 
So a specialization is something I would suggest bolting on uh, after you've got some experience in the domain. And for this question specifically, uh, the eligibility criteria for the product ownership analysis certification in that link that Connor has or is going to be um, in putting into the uh, comments section, go there, click on CPOA, that's the name of that certification, and there is a handbook there. And that handbook, when you decide that you want to get a particular certification, should be the thing that you refer back to because it will tell you what you need to do in order to uh, to apply for it, if there's an application process or sit for it, it usually has what we call a blueprint, which is essentially a syllabus. So it tells you the areas it covers and the percentages of those knowledge areas that it covers. Um, it'll give you some sample questions and just answer your questions in general. So the handbook for any of those certifications is really helpful. One other thing that I wanna mention because it's going on all month long is that we're, we're actually doing a 15% off the Agile analysis and the product ownership analysis certifications all month long in August. Members will save that 15%. So you will also get to be a member of IIBA. And that's going to take me to this next question, um, which is what resources or classes are available to this one says keep your business analysis certification, but I'll also add in there how to uh, to to, you know, get that education component for the certifications that require it. When you're an IIBA member first, everybody gets to be a member of a chapter. Um, and so our chapters are so active and they've got tons of events. So they have speaking events usually monthly. They do professional development days where you can get what we call CDUs, continuing development units. They also offer study groups and other ways that you can learn business analysis within the community. Um, we have endorsed education providers. So these are partners that work with us to provide different kinds of education. So there's tons of ways when you're part of the IIBA to, um, to get your uh, education requirements met or to keep your certification. So that's what I would, uh, what I would do there. Yeah, that's great advice. And the, the whole question we're dealing with today, do I need certification to get a job? Um, you and I talked about it from lots of experience. Um, if you don't have experience, so I, I mentored someone a little while ago, they were finishing a program in business analysis at uh, a university and they were asking me some advice, you know, how do I get that first job? I looked at his resume and, and helped him with some guidance. Um, and he had an ECBA certification, which was fantastic coming out of school with ECBA. To me, this guy would be a prime candidate for uh, a new junior position. Um, unfortunately, one of the things on his resume was his ECBA was buried at the very bottom. Um, it was almost like he was a little shy. Um, so my guys to him was, hey, put that in your statement right up front. I'm ECBA certified, uh, really excited about starting my career, that type of thing. Um, and uh, I even pointed him to a, a local job that might work for him. So I'll have to follow up and see how that worked out. Speaking of keywords, so we've had, uh, we've had some recruiters and career coaches doing some webinars with us over the past couple of months. And they always, always, always talk about if you have got a business analysis certification, make sure that it is on your LinkedIn profile, that it is in your resume. Put that in there because, I mean, they're using LinkedIn or they're using an applicant tracking system. 
And that's a keyword. That is a keyword that they could be looking for and it will set you apart. So make sure if you've got that certification, put it in your, I mean, put it at the end of your name. Heck, everybody is doing that these days. Don't bury it. Um, so, alrighty. This next question we've got here, I want to enroll for CVAP, but not sure about the process. Everything very confusing. So uh, Susan had mentioned there is a handbook with every certification. So that handbook is going to help you. Um, if you're not a person that learns well from reading, but more auditory or visual, we do have a YouTube video on our YouTube channel. Um, so look at the IIBA YouTube channel that talks about how to prep for CBAP. And in there, the application process is laid out as well in terms of experience and how to go through that. So I hope that's helpful. It is a long answer, um, but that YouTube video is an hour long um, and it's, it's got a good segment in it. And you know what, because we're getting some some questions about prep, that YouTube channel is also a great resource for additional videos that we got. I know we've got one out there for um, case-based questions, and, and I think there might be some others. So go to our YouTube channel. And um, and also, you know, I mentioned that, that we're talking with recruiters and career coaches these days. Some of those videos are out there as well. So if you are, you know, thinking about getting a job, I think some of those could be really helpful in thinking about your, you know, what do you need to make sure that you're doing in addition to preparing yourself, what do you need to make sure that you're doing on your, your resume or your social media? Yeah, that's right, Susan. The most recent video on our YouTube channel is those recruiters talking about how to hire and business analysis. Um, so that one's out there. Um, yeah. I love that YouTube space. <laughs> that's a whole other that's a whole other business analysis live topic. Okay. Let's see. So what else do we have? Um, what certification is available to learn more about becoming a product business analyst? And so I honestly, I would say that any of the core certifications will help you with that because at the end of the day, whether you are in product management, and I would actually argue that if you are working in a product management profession, you are definitely using business analysis. Um, and so having a deep skill set and a deep understanding of that, I think will benefit you in a product management role. So that would be my suggestion for that one. Um, I'm going to answer the next one because it's really easy. How do I become an IIBA member? <laughs> Go to IIBA.org and you can sign up. Um, lots of benefits there for you in our career. Yeah. And let me just say this, because this is what I talk with our members about in, in the broader community, is that we've got a lot of resources and tools for whatever kind of business analysis goal you've got. Maybe you want a certification. We've got certifications out there, and we've also got resources to guide you through that process, a lot of resources to guide you through that process. But if you're thinking about uh, just developing yourself, we've got a variety of career resources out there as well, a career action guide that is incredibly helpful. There is a competency model. So if you want to understand what are the different proficiency levels within the knowledge areas, and then there's a self-assessment where you can find where you are within those proficiency levels gives you a great way to develop yourself so tons of stuff it's a good day to become a member so you should just come on and do it um, next question where can I get the ECBA guidebook again um, I know Connor has uh, popped in that link to the to the all of the certifications it is in there click on ECBA which is up at the top and you can find the handbook there. Uh, plus that page will give you more information about that certification. Where do you find practice questions? Um, in the handbook, 
Sometimes they're on some of those pages that uh, that Connor's going to give you access to. Depending on where you choose to get your uh, your exam preparation, many times those providers will also have uh, practice questions. So study groups or your EEP. Yeah, I see one here specific to me. Um, how was your journey to CBDA, the data analytics certification? I've got 16 years of experience in business intelligence and data analytics, uh, thinking of starting my career towards uh, CBDA or journey towards CBDA. Um, so. I actually started a study group within IIBA. Uh, there were four of us that went through the studying together. And what I did was we laid out um, uh, a one hour meeting once every two weeks. Um, I laid out what chapters each of us needed to study. And we came back and we, we had our own study group. Um, so study groups are available as Susan mentioned from chapters. Um, so certainly look for one of those. It helps you through the the process of studying. It's difficult to work through on your own um, a whole bunch of material that you have to read through. The benefit of a study group is people can talk about, hey, I had a question about this, or I had a question about that, or, oh, I learned this, and this was really valuable. Those type of discussions really enrich the material and help you retain it um, as you go through. Um, it's also a great spot to start building up your network if you haven't done that yet. Um, that's another session that we've talked about, Susan, mm -hmm. in the past. So uh, check that out on our podcast. I, I can't uh, stress enough that, you know, uh, learning with others in this community is a great way to broaden your knowledge. It's also a great way to find opportunities out there, you know, in a, in a different, a different um, webinar that we had with recruiters and career coaches, we talked about networking and, you know, how important that can be when you are looking for your next opportunity. Sometimes meeting someone in a chapter or a study group or one of the business analysis events that we host uh, across the world can open doors that you, um, that you may not have considered. So, um, so networking is a good thing too. Oh my goodness, we asked for questions and boy, we have tons of questions in here. Uh, let me see. So, I'm going to take this next one. In, in your opinion, how important is it to sharpen technical skills alongside business analysis skills, especially if you are on the tech, the technology side? And we've talked about that. Actually, we've even had some guests on where we've talked about that with, um, with them. So I, you know, depending on where it is you want to go in your career, uh, those technical skills could make a difference. But, but I think personally, that technical skills do not replace business analysis skills. Business analysis skills are focused on really solid problem solving, problem identification, and helping to, um, and helping to get solutions out there. Um, technology skills, I think, are really a, a, another component of that. It may be specific to your industry or the organization that you work with, so I still think you really need them. Uh, and then for where you are, it may also be important for you to know a set of tools. Uh, what, what do you think? I know you've got opinions on this too. Yeah, so technical skills, I agree, um, are important, but uh, a word of caution. So I've managed some BAs in the past that are very technical. Um, if you really focus on the technology, almost to the point of you're on borderline between a developer and a business analysis professional, um, the danger is you could get, you, you could have challenges communicating to people because you're so much into the weeds. Um, so 
if you're in that skill set, you might have to focus a lot of your energy on communication skills. Um, and because you're, you're so technical, I've been in conversations where someone will ask a question and it's a two minute answer, um, because of all the technology explanation and the executive's eyes just start to, to, uh, lose focus. Um, so you just have to be careful on that balance. Um, if you have a technical aptitude, no problem there in terms of you want to dig in a little bit further because you enjoy it. Um, but just be careful that it, it doesn't detract from your messaging when you're talking to people, stakeholders. You could get a little myopic too. If you if it's just about the tool, you may be seeing problems only through the tool that you're going to solve them with, as opposed to taking a step back and looking at, okay, wait, what's what's the problem we're solving? It it may this tool may not actually be the thing that's going to help us. So, um, I think we've got so many questions here. We're not going to get to them all. So we won't. What we'll promise our listeners that are live right now is we're going to take your questions and put some of them in the backlog. Um, but there's one here I want to pick out. Someone asked, is it better go directly to CVAP or follow the hierarchy? It's a great question. Mm -hmm. So if you've got the experience to do CVAP, you don't need the previous ones. So uh, CVAP, I think you need roughly five to six years of experience. I mean, you do have to document it. So you might need a little bit more depending on what you've been working on in your career. That's the requirement for that. Um, if you don't have that experience, you might consider the CCBA which I think is two to three years of experience. Um, so if you've only got that experience, you can go for the CCBA because you don't want to wait till you have experience for the CVAP. And then if you have no experience, ECBA is your, your starting point. But if you're at the point you can go for the CVAP, you don't need the other ones. Yeah, and, and we, we should have mentioned that also, that our certifications, you don't necessarily have to have one to get the next one. You you really can start with, you know, whichever one you're interested in, if there's no work uh, component, or, you know, whichever one you want to do if there is one. So whichever one you might qualify for. That's why, by the way, for CCBA and CBAP, check your work history first uh, to make sure that you know exactly which one um is a good fit. Okay. Well, my goodness. Um, we've, uh, th this is a topic that we could just go on talking about. So maybe we'll pull some of these questions and that'll become a topic for the future. Um, and uh, as we're starting to wind down here, actually, I'm looking at the next topic on our, uh, on our list and we're going to be talking about ECBA um, in, in the next couple of weeks. So if you are interested in hearing more about the entry-level certificate for of business analysis, it's been good chatting. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. This is the end of our live session, but if you've got questions, you can send us an email at live at iiba.org or leave us a voice message, and we'll answer your question at one of our upcoming broadcasts. Join us. <laughs>